Hi, I'm Casey Hobbs, host of Nurse Talk Radio, one of the thousands of nurses on duty today. Here's what we're talking about this week. The year 2016 was a particularly troubling year for pipeline spills in the U.S., according to EcoWatch, which cited 220 incidents in 2016 alone. Over the past decade, the number of significant pipeline incidents, defined as those resulting in injury or fatality, have increased by 27%, reported EcoWatch, citing data from the Hazardous Materials Safety Administration arm of the U.S. Department of Transportation. The corrosive tar sands oil that is extracted, transported, and refined by the Keystone Project is a major contributor to climate change. An assessment from the pre-Trump Administration Environmental Protection Agency found that well-to-well emissions from tar sands are 82 percent higher than for conventional oil. President Trump's green light for the Keystone and Dakota Access Pipeline projects ignores a library full of the harm that is posed by the unwarranted project, said NNU co-president Gene Ross. In claiming Keystone is in the national interest, the administration is again turning truth on its head. What's in the national interest is protecting our people from the adverse effects of the pipeline on human health and the long-term damage to our planet. Here with us to talk about the nurses' concerns is National Nurses United co-president Gene Ross. Gene, thank you so much for being with us today. I'm happy to be here. So let's talk specifically about the Keystone Pipeline. For years, the nurses and thousands of others opposed it because of the health and environmental risks. So talk about some of these risks. Well, we've known for some time about the risks of living anywhere near um, some of these pipeline spills and accidents. And they have to do, they're directly linked to heart and lung diseases and more and more to uh, what we would call cognitive issues, fuzzy brain, poor memory, that kind of thing. And that's one of the reasons we have opposed not just Keystone. Keystone has been sort of like the, uh, the poster child for what's wrong with pipelines in general. What impact does fossil fuel have extraction have on climate change? It's not just humans, it's the climate as a whole, right? Exactly. And you know, uh, you, if you remember back to the primaries, the, the Democratic primaries, when Bernie Sanders said the single biggest threat we have now is the climate crisis, He was absolutely 100% correct. I look at what's going on now with with Syria and our bombings, and am I afraid? Absolutely. But I am more afraid of the fact that people just seem to be ignoring what's happening to our planet. And if you think others that you might be afraid of won't be fighting us for not oil anymore, but water and a place to stay, that is a huge, huge frightening piece. It is very scary what he's doing with the EPA, what he's doing with regulations. He's bringing back coal. I mean, all of these things that we know are killing us. Exactly. It's very frightening, Gene, and I'm so glad that NNU is continuing on this fight because, uh, you know, I don't know what else we can do with this presidency. No. Yeah, well, you know, the resist movement, right? Yes. And we're all doing it. Now, those of us who have been in the movement for a while, yourselves included, know about the advantage of taking it to the street, getting out in the public, um, chanting, um, yelling, saying, take notice of what's going on. The rest of us do recognize what's going on, and you need to do something about it. And if you've never believed that that kind of thing has worked before, then you're not paying attention to what is working right now. And it has our politicians scared, uh, which is a good thing, It has them afraid or you wouldn't be seeing the legislation that you do um, attacking protesters. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, my understanding is that 
most of this oil is not even going to come to the U.S. for consumption. So who benefits from the Keystone Pipeline? Well, the people that usually do, the people that own the pipelines, the people that own the businesses. Um, for some time now, I have wondered where they think they're going to go. You know, it, 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 the planet belongs to all of us. But apparently they, they don't care as long as their profits become bigger and bigger and bigger. So, no, the oil is not going to go to us. In fact, we are one of the major exporters of oil right now. Yes. We don't need it for us. So let's talk about a ruptured pipeline near Belfield, North Dakota, in December 2016 that dumped more than 176,000 gallons of crude oil, much of it into a tributary of the Little Missouri River. Exactly. Um, In fact, that year was a really, really bad year for pipeline spills. Uh, You can look at uh, EcoWatch, who's been watching these, and they cited 220 incidents just in 2016. Mm. And we know of another in, well, you pick your state. Iowa, there was another one. Um, in, I think that was in late January. And that one actually uh, is, is by the uh, pipeline operated by the same company that leaked uh, ammonia last mm. October. And in that accident, that killed one person, and you had to evacuate over 23 households. So how do proponents ignore these ruptured pipelines, and how are they keeping this information out of the news. 220 spills is a lot of spills. Why don't why isn't the public more aware of this? Well, unfortunately, the public doesn't know a lot of this. You know, our, our media has been complicit in uh, picking up stories that, I don't know, I guess you'd say if it bleeds, it leads, and this doesn't alarm them. So they're complicit in keeping from people exactly what is happening and how disastrous it has become. And that's one of the reasons we do what we do as nurses. We, we educate. We have to. If the mainstream media isn't going to pick it up, then we have to do things that get the word out. That's so true. So what about this promise of jobs related to these pipelines? How many real jobs are going to be created, and how long will they last? Well, as near as we can figure, probably about 35. The sad fact is, the irony is, if you would go with renewable fuels, you would create far more jobs and long-lasting jobs that will go on forever. But if you want to talk about jobs created by the pipelines, um, if you want to add in those that are uh, made because people have to actually clean up the spills and the disasters, then you're talking more jobs. Yeah. So, Jean, tell us again why nurses are so actively opposing these pipelines. Why aren't they just sticking to the bedside and taking care of their patients? How does this all work together? We actually are taking care of what we consider our patients, and that's the American public. Um, I mentioned the education piece. We have to get it out there when the mainstream media won't. Um, and then we have to prepare people for things that they can do to, to speak up and protest with us, because especially these people that are living closer to the pipelines. If you look at uh, the other pipeline that's been in the news more recently would be DAPL, the Dakota Access Pipeline. Those natives have not given up, and we, we go out there and help them also. Um, they're adamant about protecting their land and their water, and they should be, and I give them kudos because that's our water too. So talk about how people can continue to voice their opposition and make a difference. Well, you can go on to our website, which is nationalnursesunited.org, and take off from there. There's all kinds of ways that you can connect. Um, connect with your legislators. There's a site, Environmental Justice, 
that comes off of uh, National Nurses United Environmental Justice. And it's anywhere from teaching you how to go and talk to your legislator, email them, set up a town hall that I was talking about, and uh, what kinds of actions are going on. There's a wonderful group now called Mm Indivisible.org that talks about protesting not just, of course, the pipelines, but uh, not listening to us as individuals, as citizens. And then, of course, there's the group that headed off after the primaries uh, from Bernie Sanders, which is Our Revolution. We've been talking to RN and co-president of National Nurses United, Gene Ross. We're talking about the recent Trump administration orders to construct the Keystone XL pipeline and the Dakota Access Pipeline. Gene, is there anything else you'd like to share with our listeners? Well, I would say if you've never been politically active before, now is the time to start. Get your children involved, and we as nurses won't let you down. We never give up, so we'll keep on fighting. We've got your back. Thank you so much. Thanks for your years of being a nurse, but especially for being an advocate. We really appreciate it. You're welcome. For more information about this topic or about National Nurses United, visit nnu.org.